hope everyone is having a great night. Let's let this thing build up. Welcome to the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream labeled Mending Fences. There's a lot of stuff that I'm going to get into today or tonight. <clears throat> I ended up for the, and if you're in here right now, please share this on your social media. What up, Ray B? Happy Friday to you as well, my friend. Uh, if you're in the chat room, share this on your social media. Share this on any of them. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. I don't give a damn. And if you're in there, give me a thumbs up. I know that I'm begging for thumbs What up, David Rivera? Give me a thumbs up if you're in right now. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to get into, but first, let me talk about everything that's going on. So, last night, I asked you guys, should I start posting this audio from my uh, nightly live stream? And I did that for the first time today. So, if you guys, um, I'm sure, well, listen. Ray B, the thumbs up emoji does not help me out. What I'm trying to say is hit that little thing under the screen where you're watching me right now and hit the thumbs up button. Don't, I mean, the emoji thumbs up, I, I, I love it. I love it to death, but that's, it doesn't help me out. Hit, the, hit that little uh, thumbs up button below the screen where you see my ugly mug at right now. So I ended up posting the audio for the first time on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I got to tell you, you know, like I said, I know a lot of you guys tune into the stream, but not everybody does. So I wanted to make that audio available to everyone that does not check out this live stream. Thank you. And by the way, I, I got to thank the Bubba Army. I got to thank Brent Hatley. I got to thank Bob the Love Sponge. Because just that Tuesday appearance, I know that I did not do a show on uh, Sup Fish Boy, LOL, LOL Subtuttle. What up, Bluegill McGillicuddy? But I got I to tell you, Jesus Christ, my numbers have been through the roof thanks to Bubba Clem and Brent Hatley. F shaving. <laughs> yeah, I do need to shave. Uh, because I, I've noticed lately, okay, uh, you probably can't see it. I am actually starting to get gray hairs in my facial, uh, on my face. I mean, it, it. I know that should bother a lot of people, but it doesn't. Thank you, Bluegill McGillicuddy. Yeah, no, I had, I had a lot of fun. It was great to see everybody. It was great to see Lummox. I talked to Blitz on the phone yet um wasn't last night, two nights ago. And it was great to see him. It was great to see Lummy. Great to see Bubba. It was great to see uh Caveman. Uh but it was also nice nice to finally meet Anna Hummel in person. My God, she is such a just an amazing person. And 
I got to tell you, for her being a woman, and I'm not trying to be sexist or anything, but for her to be able to survive in that environment, which could be tough for a lady, oh, she is extremely hot. Got to tell you, Blitz, I see, I don't know if those rumors are true. I'm not going to, like, make accusations, but my God, if Blitz is really, really, uh, you know, real uh, on a humbling, holy shit, Blitz is a man. I got to tell you, the dude's looking rugged as fuck right now. Little too skinny, but also, though, see, that's the thing about it. You know, during the uh, uncensored show that I did with Bubba, they ended up playing some of the video of when we went to Charleston, and holy crap, I didn't, I did not realize how bad, how disgusting I looked. Holy shit. Man, I saw Blitz actually posted a, a, a picture today on the Bubba Army uh, Instagram page. By the way, which I can actually see now, because when a certain person was actually running that account, had me blocked. I was blocked on every single Bubba Army radio or Bubba Army uh, social media pages. And now that, that that certain person is gone, by the way, oh, oh, mysteriously, uh, the account was deleted after he left. Kind of called that. A lot of you guys wanted to attack me when I kind of tried to warn you guys about what was going on with that certain person that used to work on Bubba's show. No, everybody thought that I was just being a, a, a jealous prick, asshole, whatever you wanted to call me. But no, I, I knew that that show was nothing but a placeholder for that certain person. Do you, do you and, and I'll get into this. And this person did not tell me this. I got this from secondhand knowledge, but it is true. Did you know that the person that used to work on Bubble Love Sponge, the one that also worked on Drew Garabo's show, do you realize that uh, the Drew Garabo page, Instagram page, was deleted when that certain person that certain person, when he loved Drew Grabo's show, oh, oh my God, the Instagram page was mysteriously deleted. <clears throat> I mean, you guys can put two and two together. Sorry, got to hydrate. Maybe um, uh, partook in a setup if you know what I mean, before then, and I'm kind of caught in mouth. But, yes, that happened. So, the reason that I titled tonight's show Mending Fences, because it does relate to uh, Drew Garabo. And I know a lot of you people in the Bubba Army probably do not care or like Drew Garabo. I had a great conversation with him. You know, 
I have been his producer on two separate occasions, once at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando, and then I got to be his producer for In Your Face with Drew Garoppolo when 102.5 The Bone first started. Yeah, we, we've had some falling outs. And the reason why I, I labeled tonight's show Mending Fences, and I know a lot of you guys are all going to think that the reason that I'm trying to uh, repair all the bridges that I burned is just to get a radio gig. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. I mean, you can email, you can ask Russ himself. I, uh, I repaired the bridges and I was a complete asshole to Russ. Me and Russ talk at least once or twice a week now. And you can ask him. I have never once asked, hey, can I get a job? Can I get a gig? What can I do for the show? Would, would, would I love to? No, but I'm not going to ask. I didn't mend those bridges just to get back on the radio somewhere. Same thing with Drew. I had one of the most amazing conversations with Drew on uh, Instagram uh, direct message last night. Because I, I heard a couple of people say that he had mentioned me on his show yesterday. And I just wanted to thank him. I just wanted to say, hey, man, thank you. I really appreciate the shout out. Uh, how are things? And we had a great conversation. And, you know, memories, since, since I've been off of all the uh, psychotropic meds, the mood stabilizing medication, I, I get memories that come back to me now. And I remember it was the first week of the bone when the bone switched from a classic rock station to an all FM talk format. Now, I was producing two shows at the time. I would come in from 10 a.m. Well, for whenever Bubba got off the air, and then until the Billy Madison show started, I would produce In Your Face with Drew Garabo. And then I would have the Billy Madison show, then the Mike Calta show, just to fuck around, do show prep and stuff, until I had to produce the Spice show at night. So I would always go up to the Starbucks to get a coffee. And I got the news, I got the, I got the news that Yalk from the Beastie Boys died. And if you don't know Drew Garabo, he is by far the biggest Beastie Boys fans out there. And I've been checking out a lot of their music, and I so underappreciated them. I really, really did. So we talked about that. We talked about um, his son. You know, it really makes me feel old because I was actually producing Drew's show at night when his son was born and me and Melanie, who was the co-host at the time, I was the producer, had to take over and do the show because of the birth of his son. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Drew's talked about this. 
But, um, you know, I remember the, the night that Drew found out that his son had a problem with one of his kidneys. We ended up uh, having to fill in for him there. I went and visited them in the hospital when that was happening. And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying this because, oh, oh, oh look what I did. Oh, yeah, it was, you know, I was this, I did this. No, no, no. That's, I'm, I'm just trying to give you perspective of how time goes by quick because I think Drew's son is about to graduate from high school. And, that 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 really opened up my eyes. I was like, holy crap. I, I was around when this kid was born, and now he's about to fucking graduate high school. Fuck, time goes by quick. But once again, I wanted to mend that fence, repair that bridge that I burned with him. And I have. And I didn't do it just to get a gig. I didn't do that just to, you know, try to be able to get on his good side and be able to promote my podcast and stuff. No. Because the guy, the guy did a lot for me. So many great memories of doing radio at night with Drew Garabo. I swear to God, getting ready for In Your Face. We really, I, I, I don't even know if you could call me a producer on that show because... It was basically two hours of Drew pitching topics that he would get, and he would just argue, just just go to battle for about two hours. And it was, it was fun. I loved it. I know a lot of you guys probably thought he was an asshole and stuff, but no, dude, the guy is one of the nicest, most kind people that I have ever worked with. And just to see the growth that he has made. And yes, I'm going to stop marking out the Drew. I know a lot of you guys probably don't like that. But I'm just sharing some parts of my life with you guys. That, you know, at the time. And I'm not making excuses for the things that I've done. But I was so uh, pilled up on prescription drugs, illegal drugs alcohol that I didn't realize how much of an asshole I was. Now, the only bridge that I have not repaired is with Mike Calta. And, you know, I wish him the best. I really do. But I, I don't think that that bridge is ever going to get fixed. And I'm not even going to try. Because if everything is true of what he did to Bubba, no, 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 no. My Bubba has done way, way more for me, and I have no interest in repairing that bridge at all. But I wish him the best because that's, 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 that's how I am living my life now. Old Tuttle would have been like, fuck him. I'm going to do everything I can in the world to screw him over like I've done with every other radio host that I've gotten fired from. And a lot of you guys probably wonder why I did that stuff. Because I took that shit personally. I took it personally. Because you got to remember. And I know a lot of you people are all like, well, you've been fired so many times. Yeah, I talked about this on Brent Hatley's show. 
you're you have not made it in radio until you've been fired multiple times. Not not many people, and I'm not bragging. Fucking hated it. But I, I actually got fired by Linda Bird. And Linda Bird is she is the most powerful woman in radio. Not not just a company, in radio in general. But I was at Real Radio for 10 years. That was like a family to me. And I took it personally. I really did. I lashed out. And I shouldn't have done that. And if you're in the chat room right now, you are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream entitled Mending Fences. If you're in here right now, uh, go on your social media, share this. Howard, see, Howard's just being, Howard, buddy. Like, I've known you longer than anybody on the face of the planet. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Bluegill McGillicuddy. And, and that's, that is why I'm trying to fix those things. Like, I'm not making excuses. I'm not doing this for gain. I just, I want to be on good terms with people. Ron Bennington told me, it was like, Listen, having enemies in radio does you absolutely no good at all. Here, I'll give you an example. Brent, Brent Hatley had me blocked on Twitter for the longest time. Now me and him are working together. Like, I don't know if you've noticed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, I promote what's coming up on Brent's show that night. And then he broadcasts from 6 to 8. And then at the end of his show, he promotes, hey, check out the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He puts out a link. I got to tell you, my numbers have been up, thanks to Brent Hadley. So if you're in the chat room right now, share this on your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. Uh, and also give me a thumbs up. Do not give me the thumbs up emoji. That does me no good. I appreciate it. but. You know, the thumbs up from what I've been reading, from what people have been telling me, help you out with the algorithm. So hit that little thumbs up button that you see underneath the screen where you're watching me and just help me out. I'm sure that some of you people will give me thumbs down too. Who knows? Gotta hydrate. It probably, you know, this is, I don't know if it's being smart or we're just on uh, tough times. People are wondering probably why I'm drinking out of the big jug. Um, We go to, you know, those like, and if you guys <laughs> tell me, is, is it just tap water we're getting? But you know, those like little machines that are out in front of convenience stores where you can fill up your own jugs. Is that, is that just tap water or is that actually like clean water? Like, you know, purified water. Like Zephyr Hills type water. Because we've been refilling this jug and I know that it does not make sense because it's filtered water. 
because usually when I do the uh, live stream, I got just a single bottle of water and I can still talk and I can drink, but we've been filling up these jugs and it, the one place I go to, it's only a quarter to fill up this jug right here. And I try to drink as much water as I can. <clears throat> I don't think people realize how important drinking water is. You know, I get into a lot, a lot of arguments with my parents because they drink diet sodas all day. And I, and I, and they're like, well, well, it's healthy. It's healthy. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta like, all right, if you're going to drink a diet soda, then alternate it. Diet soda, water, diet soda, water. I mean, I, I can't tell you the last time that I actually drink anything that wasn't water. Uh, <laughs> and see, see, this is the thing about not being on the drugs anymore. Do you, if you guys are in Tampa, do do any of you people remember the uh, radio personality morning show host at um, I think it was Hot One Hundred One Five, which was Cox Communication. Uh, Jade, Jade Donovan. Do any of you guys uh, remember Jade Don Jade Donovan? She was also on uh, Doc and Johnny for a little bit. They they did a contest, and I don't I don't see. This is how easy a radio bit can go sideways on you. When the Nintendo Wii first came out, they did, the, you know, because everybody wants the PlayStation 5 right now. But when the Wii came out, everybody was wanting uh, the Nintendo Wii. And they did this contest, hold your Wii for a week. Yes, it is a morning zoo type uh, radio bit. One of the contestants actually fucking died from water poisoning. And this, is, this wasn't when she was in Orlando. I think it might have been out on the West Coast. But, um, yeah, who knew that you could die from drinking too much water? And that was a big whodunit. You would think that if you killed one of your listeners, I don't think it was her idea, but she was on the show. You would think that, you know, if you kill one of your listeners in a radio bit, you would never work in the business again. I mean, pretty much killing a listener makes anything that I have ever done dumbass wise in my radio career look like nothing. But yeah, who knew that you could die from drinking too much water? By the way, got to hydrate. Shouldn't have smoked before this. Yeah, it was. It was we. Or we, Howard. And the dude drank. I don't even. I, I'll have to look up that story and talk about it with all the details. I, I It was like some just unbelievable amount of water that this guy drank. And he died from it. Switching gears here, you know, on today's show, well, actually, the last couple of days, I've had Ciroc, you know him as Mocha Prince. He was an intern on the Bubble Love Sponge show, and we have been doing a lot of content together. 
we've been recording as much as we can. And he actually sent me something. Now, I already opened it up. Or, well, I, I did not open up the actual GIF itself. But I want to let you, I want to ask you. I, and you know what? I don't really give a fuck uh, if you know my address. I won't be here soon anyways. But, you know, here in the clubhouse that I am, they uh, there's a table where Amazon and UPS and FedEx all drops off their packages, okay? Now, every single package, except one, except one, the package that was meant for me. Look at this. Look, can you see how the name is ripped off of the package? Now, you guys know that the management here, the ownership, does not like me. Am I just being paranoid, or was that shit done on purpose? Because I don't understand how anybody is supposed to find out. And I didn't want to open up the package because it is a federal offense to open up somebody else's mail. So I actually had to call Ciroc, and I was like, hey, uh, did you send this through Amazon Prime? Yeah, okay, cool. So I did open it up. Now... You guys, I just got a new uh, iPhone 12. I'd been rocking the iPhone 8 for the longest amount of time. But look what The Rock, out of the kindness of his heart, bought me. Now, it's a MagSafe charger. And from what I'm hearing now, that... You can actually just put your phone on that and it's going to charge it for you. Now, I have a case on my phone. And if any of you guys have this um, MagSafe charger, do you have to take the case off of the phone for it to charge? And I would also like to hear from you. If you don't want to uh, answer me in the chat, you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-T-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Am I being paranoid by saying that my name was purposely ripped off of this um, that package? And do I got to take my case off of my phone to be able to charge using this nice, extremely nice gift that Sarak sent me? Tuttle at gmail.com, or you can, ch you can answer me here in the chat room, or you can, or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. And if you're in the chat room right now, make sure you share this on your social media. Give me a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed, do that now. Hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted whenever I go live or put up any new content. But um, here, also, this is something that's pretty cool. Hold on. I don't know. Can you, you guys can still hear me, right? I don't know. 
My dad always said this. Every Southern man should carry a pocket knife on him. And I know that this is a pussy-ass pocket knife. But I like to hear from you as well, too. And you don't even have to be... What up, David Hernandez? And you don't even have to be a, 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 a Southern man. But should, should men carry a pocket knife on them? And I know that this... It's sharp as fuck, though, by the way. It is sharp, sharp, sharp. And uh, unboxing videos are always, like, so popular. So I thought that I would uh, unbox this live on my YouTube live stream. So here, hold on. I can adjust the camera here. <clears throat> hold on. All right, so can you guys hear me? See, it is um pretty sharp, and I do use my own stone, and I kind of need to wipe off the blade because I did sharpen it last night. Hey, uh, yeah, I agree, Colton. It is. You know what? I can't even. I'm gonna readjust the camera. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It opened up like butter. Oh, there we go. By the way, I think it's complete bullshit that Apple does not include a uh, uh, a charging cube anymore. And they, they also switch from USB to that USB-C bullshit. I know a lot of people like it. Hold on, let me, let me get this open. Of course, that it does, it's written in Chinese. But um, Apple always gives you, like, fancy-ass uh, packaging and shit. You see, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Really, really cool. All right, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so if any of you guys have used this, please help explain it to me here. Does the white end go down or do you leave the metal part like this? Because I, I would like to hear from you. But uh, thank you, Sirach. You can check out his, uh, his podcast. It is called The Weekly Review. Just search his name, Sirach, not like the liquor. He always makes that comment just like I do Tuttle with two D's it's S-E-R-A-K and search the weekly review so I've been enjoying recording with him I ended up oh so yeah Colton <clears throat> I got a text from Colton while I was doing this and um, I, I got some great video with him 
because on two no well Tuesday I was on Bubba show, but Monday I got to uh be like his uh construction bitch with imitation. Does Cavemen still have heat with uh I I I have no heat at all, man. Cavemen that's the other thing that I don't understand. <clears throat> Everybody has gotten skinny as fuck. Well, I'm not going to say everybody. I'll let you guess. But Caveman and Blitz, holy fuck. They, you know, when you haven't seen somebody in a really, really long time in person, and you remember them being heavier, carrying a few extra pounds, and then when you see them after they've lost weight, Holy shit. So, that was great to see them. But no, like, I have no heat with K-Man. Thank you, Ciroc. I'm going to use this out. But still, nobody has answered me. Uh, if you have to take the, the case off of your phone for it to work. I mean, see, see, this is the thing. Apple pit. The Chinese on it. Morning. Failure to follow these safety instructions could result in fire. Oh, yes. Or electric shocks. Now, do you think anybody's really ever, like, caught their house on fire because of one of these things? Or is it just a big-ass company trying to cover their ass just in case? They, they even got Spanish. There's no instructions at all on this thing. What the Oh, yeah, there is. Hold on. I don't know. I'll figure it out. And they, I think, here, let me see if they put the sticker. That's, see, that's also a great, great thing that Apple's always done. They send you a sticker, uh, that Apple logo, uh, whenever you buy any of their products. So let's, let's see if they kept up with the status quo or status quo. The company has gone all this shit since Steve Jobs left. Just saying. What up, Anthony? How are you? Got to hydrate. Oh. So, you guys have... Um, here, I'll give you an example. Bubba's talked about this. Getting in YouTube vortexes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I hope that I never pissed off my producer, Vulture, because the guy has access to every single bit of my life. You know, he is responsible for uploading the Tuttle Daily podcast to my YouTube channel. Matter of fact, see, I, you know, <laughs> this is the other thing. I had to turn off my, um, you know, in your iCloud how it shares your photos and stuff to your iCloud account. I ended up turning off that feature because I don't know if I want Vulture seeing some of the pictures that I take, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> I'm sure that he's already probably gotten into uh, and seen some of the uh, the nasty stuff that I've done. But, um, you know, we, we share that YouTube account because he uploads it. And he could see my history and could see, like, I've been watching, 
watching old Sopranos clips. Now my producer Vulture is going back through and watching the whole series of the Sopranos again. And you know what? I think I'm going to do the exact same thing. Because that was such a great show. It, it, it still is a great show. And then another show that I want to rewatch is The Wire. And if you guys have any suggestions of, like, old shows, I mean, I'm not talking old, old shows, but shows that were really, really good at the beginning of where, like, HBO, Showtime, and them all started. Um, like, another one. I'll give you an example. Billions. Billions is an amazing show. I need to catch up on that. But there are some of those shows that you can go back and rewatch because it's been so long since you've seen them. Uh, you guys can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com, Justice League. I know I want to see the Snyder Cut. Have any of you guys seen the Snyder Cut of uh, the Justice League? See, this, this, this is how my brain, wor brain works. And people keep asking me, why, why are you still an Adderall? You're ADD brain. <clears throat> Bringing up the Justice League, and I'll get in back to the YouTube Vortex thing. I had that guy Mike Messier on, and, and he's going to be back on soon because I asked him to watch the movie The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. He had never seen it. But I, I want to ask you, like, and I, I want you guys to be nice, be completely polite, but Eric Weber. I used to, Eric Weber used to be on every Friday on the after show that myself, well, the many uh, different people that were on that show, myself, used to be Trace, used to be B-Fud, but towards the end, it was myself, Colton, and Lummy. And we used to have Eric Weber on every Friday to review movies. I have been asking and asking and asking for him to come on my show. Should, should I take that as an insult? Or, or does he think that, you know, my podcast is small potatoes now and he doesn't want to do it? So if you want to, if you're on Twitter, just tweet at him. Be nice, like I said, at Eric, E-R-I-C-K, Weber, W-E-B-E-R, at Eric Weber. E-R-I-C-K Weber W-E-B-E-R Ask him How come you haven't done Tuttle's show? Be nice Be like Dude I, I loved uh, when you and Tuttle would talk Movies all the time On Bubba Army Radio Why haven't you been on his show yet? And please don't say Oh Tuttle was talking shit about you Because I'm not. I, I love Eric Weber Eric Weber was so kind. It has always been kind to me. Uh, was the big swinging dick anchor in Orlando at one point. Worked at uh, Channel 6 as well as uh, Fox 35. But I, I just want to get him on. But like at some point, I'm going to have to move on. And I got to tell you, I liked Mike Messier. No relation to the hockey player. But, you know... I need a good movie guy. I need a movie guy because I am a movie person. 
But back to the YouTube vortex. I don't even understand why. Put the white part against your phone back. So, so that part right there, the white part. But can I can I leave the case on though? Can I can I leave the case on? Will it will it charge through my plastic case? Because I got a case on it. But back to the YouTube thing. There was a highlight video of Bo Jackson's baseball highlights. Why would you ever tag up on a pop fly to the outfield against Bo Jackson? Because this dude would gun people down. And and if you haven't played baseball, most outfielders have to crow hop to get it all away. They bounce it to the catcher. <laughs> Not Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson would be at the warning track and flat-footed. Flat-footed, just gunned down suckers on third that tagged up on a pop fly. And the ball would not even bounce. It would, it would be right on target. And just people got threw out so many times. And now looking back on it, now looking back on it, the guy, you know, everybody was like, you know, Dion or Bo. Because they were both multiple um, athletes. So, I think Bo, Bo, Bo Jackson still all around. If it was not for that freak accident, him hurting his hip, the dude was humongous. And some people said that, you know, you know, like right now everybody is big on their their forty yard dash speed in the NFL. Back when Bo and Dion ran theirs, they they used stopwatches. It it was not an exact science. And from what everybody said that Bo Jackson was actually faster than Dion. Has anybody else heard that? Because if that is true, that is just completely unfair for a guy to be that big and to be able to run that fast. You know, people say Emmett Smith is the greatest running back of all time. I mean, the guy's good. I mean, he's great. I mean, I'm a huge University of Florida fan, so you would think that I would be like, yeah, Emmett, Emmett's the best of all time. But I think, I think Bo, I think Bo, if Bo Jackson does not get hurt, he would be the best running back of all time. But right now, the best running back of all time goes to Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders was smaller, but quicker. The dude had the biggest legs in the world, made some of the most amazing moves, and played on a shitty-ass team. You put Barry Sanders behind the offensive line that the Dallas Cowboys had when they won all those Super Bowls, watch out. And I don't know, that might be a hot take. Some of you guys might be like, oh, Tuttle, you shouldn't be talking sports. But that's just my opinion. Like, Barry 
what and and the guy retired early. I mean, he still had a lot of tread on the tires. And he just walked away from it. He he did. And I just like but Bo, you know, when it came to being all around the guy, Dion is the man. Dion man, the that's 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 why I I I feel bad about that. Dion Dion is the man, but Dion could steal the bases. And you guys know that I like you you guys know me as the nerd, but I baseball is my jam. Baseball, baseball, baseball. I played all my life. I played a little college ball. The best all-around baseball player, even though he was helped by steroids. But I'm not just talking about the home runs, but Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds might have been one of the best all-around baseball players of all time. The guy could hit for power. The guy could play defense. The guy could steal bases. I know that he never actually, like, hard ever got caught taking steroids, but come on. Look at him when he was on the Pirates. You know, when you get older, you're supposed to get weaker and slower. Not that dude. And one of the things that I always uh, see when you, when you're growing up playing baseball, you all think that you gotta you gotta be at the end of the bat. Go go look at Barry Bonds's swing or his stance. Look how much he was choking up on the bat, and that guy was hitting dingers. I mean, it also it also helped. You know, he had a great mixture of steroids and then playing at uh, that uh, ballpark in San Francisco. Because that was a short porch, especially for a left-handed hitter. So that kind of helped him out as well, too. I'm not taking that away from him. But I can sit here and talk baseball all goddamn day. I just, I, I could. You know, last week I had an opportunity. Uh, a supporter of the Tuttle Daily Podcast, you know, knows that I've done a lot of baseball in my life. I went out. I uh, watched his kid pitch. You know, I uh, I wish we would have had these slow motion cameras on the cell phones that we have today. But I was able to slow it down, break down his mechanics. And I need to get back with him. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad you bring... See, Nolan Ryan, my best baseball card that I have, and I got to go find it. I have not Nolan Ryan's rookie card, but I have his second year rookie card. Because if you remember, Nolan Ryan's rookie card was shared with another Mets pitcher, and I could get the name wrong, but I know for a fact what his last name was. Kuzman. Nolan Ryan's rookie card was shared. What up, Jake? Or Jack? Jack Enrod? But yeah, how much, how much of an idiot do, do the card makers have to feel that Nolan Ryan got jobbed out on his rookie card with another pitcher by the, that had the last name Kuzman? 
But I got a Nolan Ryan second year card. But yeah, Robin Ventura, that might have been the biggest mistake that, you know, Robin Ventura could have, like, broken the single season home run record. But everybody's going to remember Robin Ventura getting beat up by a 40-year-old, well, might have been even older than that. But, um, yeah, Robin Ventura got his ass beat by 40, uh, maybe, I think Ryan might have been in his mid-40s when he beat the fuck out of Robin Ventura. Oh, full circle, Bo Jackson was actually on that White Sox team at the time, and as bad as as bad as Nolan Ryan was, Bo Jackson was just just throwing fools like it was nothing, nothing. And back to the Bo Jackson thing, you know, he struck out one time, and with his bare hands, okay. You should be my chat. Is you should be my chat is way behind. Okay, but um, they um. He broke a bat. He held it out in front of us. He struck out, and he broke the bat, like, with it, with it out. Like, hold, hold on. I'll show you real quick. He had the bat out like this. Napped it in two. One of the funniest stories that uh, Soul Brother Kevin used to tell me that, you know, I was talking about Bo Jackson throwing out fools from the warning track, flat-footed. Uh, Bo Jackson grew up in Bessemer, Alabama. And they said uh, they would bring Bo out when they would have a hog killing, you know, when they would slaughter some hogs. And usually they use that little pneumatic uh, bolt thing. You ever watch the movie uh, uh, No Country for Old Men? You know, that little thing that he would pop the, the doorknobs with? They said that Bo would come out, pick up a rock, and kill a hog with it by just throwing it and hitting him in the forehead with it. If that is true, I'm sure it's nothing but an urban legend, but if that is true, that is pretty fucking impressive in my opinion. So, I'm going to wrap this thing up, guys. I want to thank every single one of you. I want to thank the Bubba Army. I want to thank Bubba Clem, Bubba the Love Sponge, for having me on the other day. I want to thank Brent Hatley, because my numbers went through the roof thanks to them. If you do miss this live stream at night, it is now available. The audio version of it is available on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, 315live.com, Matt Major's website, tuttle.podomatic.com. Thanks, Bluegill McGillicuddy. And I appreciate, dude, Bluegill, you've always, you've always been so cool to me and, and I'll never be able to repay that. So thank you. Uh, but I also did another show today. And then I got a great interview coming up with uh, Brian Miller, who is a magician that I did today. It'll be on tomorrow's show, but today's show had Ciroc on again. And I talked about a little bit about my conversation with Drew Garabo and a couple of other things. So check it out. I really appreciate it. What's up, Burton's Law? But 
you know, I've talked about this. The, most of the online content that I've done has been like, you're good where I'm brave future. Thank you, Jack. Uh, I, I've always had a terrestrial platform to be able to promote uh, the online content that I do. And I haven't had that with this. Every, uh, every little bit of growth that I've gotten uh, on my YouTube channel and my podcast is because of you guys. That's why I call you my supporters. I don't call you my fans. I don't call you my listeners. You are supporters. You are just as important as I am. So if you get a chance, just tell a random person. There's two ways you can help me out. You can go to my PayPal account. Even if it's a buck, I know a lot of people are going through hard times. PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. You can donate it. Thank you, Burdens. Thank you, Burden. Even if it's a dollar, I write every single person back. So PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And if you don't want to, you know, donate anything, just tell one person about my show. Friends, family, loved ones, neighbors, coworkers, even even enemies. Be like, yo, see, it, see, that's the thing about it. If it is your enemy and you hate my show and you think I suck, then tell your enemy about the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'll, I'll, look, I'm a whore. I'm a whore. So tell everybody you can. I want to thank everybody. Uh, make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. And I hope you guys have a wonderful night.